Welcome to the Poem of the Week. As you know, poems are patient-oriented evidence that matters. Each week, our poem is intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes, and he is joined by InfoPoem's Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Thanks, Maggie. Hi, Mark. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, this week, uh, sort of doom and gloom is in the air in the winter time here. It's cold and dark, and we're going to talk uh, again about uh, depression. This time, we're going to talk about depression in adolescence. Uh, a group that has received lots of attention over the past year or two as researchers and the FDA have focused on the risk of suicidality that results from uh, taking SSRIs. And there have been some, some good recommendations in terms of how to use SSRIs to decrease uh, those types of uh, behaviors. But this week, you're going to take us on, on a journey uh, looking at an abstract published in the British Journal of Psychiatry that asks a much more fundamental question, which is, are these drugs effective in adolescence at all? Uh, what did the authors find? Well, I think there's some really interesting and, and useful information in here. Um, this, uh, this was a systematic review, and they identified 29 randomized placebo-controlled trials. So they only looked at, they didn't look at head-to-head comparisons, just placebo-controlled trials. And they only looked at studies that enrolled patients under the age of 20 with any depressive illness. And they only included studies uh, that reported outcomes in terms of responders versus non-responders so that you could compare the studies and combine the, the results. Um, that, that's uh, helpful in a meta-analysis when they use similar outcomes. The studies included over 3,000 adolescents and children. Uh, the mean age was 13 years with a range of 6 to 20 years. Uh, 14 of the studies looked at TCAs, tricyclics, 12 studied SSRIs, and four studied other antidepressants. Uh, the quality of the studies was generally pretty good, and they used uh, good methods to randomize and to mask the patients and the observers and researchers. Uh, however, most of the studies were only about eight weeks long. Uh, most, uh, I think one was 12 weeks, but most were eight weeks. Only a couple were maybe two or three weeks long. Uh, the results were reported as the difference in response rates between the treatment and placebo groups. So let's say if you had a response rate of 60% for the drug and 50% for placebo, the difference was reported as 10%. So for all antidepressants put together, the whole group, all the patients, all the studies, the difference in response rates was 11%, and that corresponds to a number needed to treat of 9. Uh, if you just looked at the SSRIs, the difference was also about 11%, just over 11%. For tricyclics, it was only 7%, and the confidence interval actually included zero, so this treatment effect wasn't even statistically significant. Uh, they also limited the analysis to studies that excluded younger children, so only adolescents, and there they found that the risk difference was a bit higher, 12%, with a number needed to treat of eight. Four of the studies looked at children only, uh, and those did not find a significant benefit to treatment with antidepressants. They also found four studies that looked at fluoxetine. That was the biggest group looking at a single agent. And they, and they compared the fluoxetine studies with the non-fluoxetine SSRIs. There were eight of those studies. And the difference in response rates showed that fluoxetine was more effective. It was, the difference was 20% for the Prozac and 8% for the non-Prozac SSRIs. 
So this meta-analysis bottom line found that SSRIs and fluoxetine, or Prozac in particular, are modestly effective for depression in adolescents. Uh, tricyclics aren't effective, and antidepressants generally aren't effective or are not effective in younger children. The other thing to, to remind listeners is that uh, fluoxetine is the one that is associated with the least amount of uh, suicidality. Uh, also, uh, that no matter what drugs you put uh, these kids on, they need to be watched closely m more uh, in the initial uh, two or three weeks uh, than subsequently. Perhaps the last uh, question for you, Mark, is if somebody comes in, they've got a major depression. Ideally, uh, depending on insurance and availability, you'd want to start them on an SSRI, perhaps fluoxetine, and uh, recommend that they start some sort of therapy, preferably CBT. The question that uh, I am always perplexed by is, is how long? I mean, do you keep these these kids on, you know, for three months, for six months, for nine months, for a year? Because m many of them will, uh, you know, within three or four months, r really show a marked improvement, whether that's from the drug or just the nature of the illness is unclear. But uh, any recommendations on how long to, to keep them on? Yes, yeah, certainly at least three months. I mean, that's kind of, that would be a bare minimum. And there's a study upcoming poem that we'll be talking about in a week or two. Um, that uh, addresses that issue of CBT versus drugs versus both um, in depressed uh, adolescents. And uh, they found that there was continuing improvement with the cognitive behavioral therapy, even at the eight-week period. In the drug group, there was kind of a leveling off around six to eight weeks, but in the CBT group, there was continuing improvement. And the study only went for eight weeks as a follow-up study promised, but um, that you know, suggest that the, the therapy should continue for at least, uh, I would say, three months. And uh, certainly guidelines recommend, um, you know, more like nine to 12 months of drug therapy. In an adolescent, hard to do. Um, if you can get them to take Prozac at all, given the negative publicity around Prozac, uh, I agree it's the best choice for adolescents in particular. And yet, unfortunately, it's got that baggage uh, of Prozac Nation and so on that uh, might make it challenging to get uh, patients and, and especially their their mothers to uh, to agree. Right. Thanks for taking us through the uh, this abstract, and we'll talk with you again next week. All right. Looking forward to it. That's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to look at this and other recent poems, please go to www.infopoems.com. Please join us again next week for another medical poem.